Hey, thank you for listening to 50 Shades of Boucher. On this episode, we had Drew Woltarski. As advertised, people reached out and told me he's the nicest guy. He was. Guy was awesome. He's a great hang. He said he'd come back in. I'm holding him to it. Uh, even if I got to go and buy tickets to Canada when all this shit's over and, and uh, bring the shit to him, I'm game. It'd be my first time traveling. No, dude was awesome. I mean, we got into an array of topics. We talked about his time in football. We talked about what he wants to do afterwards. We talked about life experiences. You know, he played some songs. He did a cover of Drake. If you hang around for that one, that was good. You know, he also showed us his own song, Lost. Awesome guy, man. I mean, we, we had we had a blast. And listen to the episode. I think you'll get it. Ah, I almost forgot. The intro music. Fuck, I don't know why I'm spacing on that. Uh, the band, Start Is In. The song, Quit and Run. This ain't the life I planned. I sang so quickly. I'm drowning on dry land. Shut your mouth, haven't drowned. Only three feet underground. Giving up for the reapers at your door. First, I want to ask, what's this road trip you just fucking went on? Because I'm sitting here watching you, and I don't even know where you started from, but I know you're fucking driving, so. <laughs> so, it all began from Los Angeles. I'm originally from a little valley called Santa Clarita, um, but I'm actually with, I was with my family in El Segundo, which is basically LAX. You fly in, El Segundo's right to the left. So, yeah, man, I was on this little journey and um, kind of uh, had this little breakup at home. Didn't really have much to do was like, you know what, I need to kind of do something different here. Right. Um, so I just kind of packed my car up, and I was like, I'm going back to Minnesota. And when did you leave? And I left about, man, eight days ago or something like that, maybe nine days ago. Jesus. Did you? So you just planned, like, did you have a route already to go? Did you map quest it and just say fuck it, or did you just type it into so GPS? I don't know and- if I, I, some people might remember this, uh, Chris Trevler, Okay, He was a player at University of Minnesota. He transferred. Um, to South Dakota and killed it and, you know, had crazy record stats. And he actually played with me in the CFL. He's been playing with me for the last two years in the CFL and uh, threw me my first touchdown pass in the in the CFL. Crazy kind of story how we reconnected. We are roommates in college, roommates now. Anyway, uh, I knew he was in Arizona because he's now trying out with the Cardinals. So uh, I went over there and I was expected to be there one night. But of course, like out of the six months of my car being totally cool, (laughs) on the road, man, guess what? Engine light comes on. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I'm like, fuck, man. Like I am 30 minutes away still. Like thankfully I was in a town because you get in trouble in the 
in the uh, west coast and southwest like when you're going through those desolate deserts if you get stuck man yeah you're done no cell reception there's no cars there's no people it's deadly so luckily i was uh pretty close so he comes and picks me up i end up staying four days there because the mechanic's trying to figure out what's going on with my car um so i spent four days there in arizona kind of off plan but you know we went hiking and like Saw a bunch of cool stuff. And Fucking right. Were, yeah, it was cool. So it kind of worked out nicely. Um, turns out, like, my turbo uh, charge was messed up in my four-cylinder. Like, who cares, man? Right. Why do I need a turbo charge in What this kind thing? of car is it? It's just a VW Passat. Oh, right on. Yeah, my girl, so, what, yeah, yeah, yeah right I on. love that little car, man. Hell yeah. They're nice little things. She tried but... to screw me over this trip, but we, we fixed her up nicely. Right on. So you made it to Denver. So actually, after that, I went to uh, Albuquerque. Okay. Which um not a fan of. Right. Just was fucking I've never scared. thought of going to New Mexico. Yeah, I don't know. Santa Fe might be cool, but Albuquerque scared me, man. <laughs> I couldn't get Breaking Bad out of my head. Um, then I went to Denver where I met my uh, cousin who's a lot older than me. Really just weird lineage. I don't want to go over that because it's, yeah. it's too complex. No, you're good. I just call him my like, – he's my cousin, I guess. But um, hung out there, and we actually got this cabin – um, and on our way up, uh, we went in the mountains and like went to the shooting range, which was cool. But it starts snowing actually, which was nuts. Um, but the Airbnb was like, "Hey, actually, we can't legally do this, um, so you can't stay here tonight." So we because drove. of Corona. Yeah, just they couldn't get like people in there, or there's some law against having people clean. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was, <laughs> uh, we went all the way up to the mountains for nothing. So we came all the way back, but it was cool. We we ended up just hanging out and. Um, yeah, so then from there, one night in Nebraska, then I got here last night in Minnesota. God, were you worried about any of this COVID shit or, or just kind of said screw it? Because I know, like, traveling is kind of a weird thing. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to go from state to state. Yeah, um, I, you know, all I did was basically drive and then go into my room at the hotel. You know, I'm not yeah. really doing anything. And I didn't um, even think hotels would be open right now. Yeah, no, a lot of them are, dude, and... I mean, Strange. their occupancy is like low 15%. Yeah. I can't imagine you want to stay in somebody else's room that like last night. If you're yeah. listening to anything in the news, it's like, no, exactly. No, you don't want to be sharing that shit. So yeah, I just, I mean, I guess the hotel room would be the only place where you could get it, but you know, there's not much I could do at that point. Yeah. Um, I seen the motel six. That was a nice, <laughs> yeah, man. Nice luxury. Grab. Yeah. No, yeah, dude, man. that was just PSA for me. No, no motel sixes. Anybody They're they're just not good. The walls are paper. Uh, I mean, you've hairs in your bed. You name it. I worked at a Super 8 and like oh, just, dude, <laughs> dude like, just as bad. I, dude, I showed up one night and there's marshals come like leaving the parking lot and I roll in. You know, I'm just waking up and uh, they say that there was a third degree uh, fel or sex Murder? felon or oh. in, like that cut his ankle bracelet and ran and. Um, that they found him, and so I look it up, and it means he messed with like some fifteen-year-old girl, and uh, oh whatever. I was God. like, dude, what the fuck? And so then I gotta wait around for this chick, for this dude's girlfriend to show up, and she walks in, and I go, ma'am, you know, she asked for the room, and I go, oh fuck, here it is. Yep. And she starts flipping out. What do you mean he took him? I go, I wasn't here. All I know is that the dude is a third-degree sex felon, and he cut his ankle. Whoa. And she was like, hey, he didn't do any. I was like, oh, I suppose, I suppose you're not supposed to tell them their business wow and fuck no man it was dude people would find bags of meth behind the dresser like it has a free internet sign and it's like you just pull in all sorts of weird shit because you have that free internet on there don't you like, jesus no more free internet either oh uh, no man now no, i no. get it wow that's fucked but uh 
So what was the what was the best place you'd stayed in? Like Airbnbs or or was it just Denver that uh Nah man, Arizona was cool with Strev and then yeah, I would just stay with my uh, my family out there in uh, um, Denver. He had a nice little house, cool, really cool neighbors. I actually met a lot of cool people and they kept trying to recruit me to live there, man. I think that's what like all Denverites do now. Like, hey yeah, come to Denver, man. You gotta live here, dude. This is the best place ever. And it's really getting all the Californians out there. Oh, that's I don't wanna go there then. Yeah, it's just you know, it's funny that everyone's trying to recruit you in Denver. I don't know why. Probably some like secret brainwashing crazy scheme going on in Denver. Well, everyone's leaving California, right? Like yeah. everyone's just it's too fucking... expensive, man. It's yeah. like seven thousand dollars for a brick. Over one square foot. Like, that's crazy. That's so nuts. And then in yeah. Texas, you can get a $250,000 mansion oh, and just dude. live. I mean, I, I mean, in Winnipeg, which is now where I play in the CFL, um, you can get huge property for so cheap. And it's like, it's crazy. You're a Canadian citizen now, right? So I'm a dual citizen, up. yeah. Yeah, so my mom was born in Montreal, right? And so um, after, I mean, I guess anyone born <laughs> under a citizen of, of Canada has citizenship rights. So yeah, I just did some paperwork and um, sent that in, man, and got my citizenship. So I'm a dual citizen. It was kind of more for like when the US just collapses and everything <laughs> goes to shit, I can just kind of go north and hide. Right. Yeah, when, when we when the draft starts here for World War Three. Is there any place I can hide? Like, dude, I can grow a, a mean beard and just blend in like. You know what, I've really been interested in, in that vagabond lifestyle, like just surviving off of nothing, man. Like, I'm a huge Jack Kerouac fan. Who's a I was an English major in college. Um, I saw that you wrote too, so we got to talk about. Oh that. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I was an English major, so we read a lot of books, man. And um, Jack Kerouac was uh, kind of a beatnik '50s writer, well, part of that beatnik poet generation. And he just kind of writes about being a vagabond and like doing crazy stuff, just climbing random mountains in the Sierra Nevadas, and and he actually was like. You know, in uh, in Lord of the Rings, they're on the mountains and they like light the fires and it signals all the other fires. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a real job, man. Like, forest fire patrol or something. Okay. And just writer Jack Kerouac lives on a mountain for two months, just alone and solitary, and he just is like doing this crazy job. Um, but yeah, so I've, that's why I've kind of been into it, that that style of living, just like living rogue in the in the freaking woods. Right. The only problem is I got kids now, so yeah, I'd have to like yeah. Breaking Bad, save up a ton of money, and be like, "All right, I'm leaving because I know here's where you guys are going to be safe." But if if you have a male with you, it's not like that's the only scenario that yeah. doesn't work is like the male has to separate. Yeah, no, that's that is true. I don't you gotta know. keep them safe. Fuck, man, like I, I and I'm a baby in the woods. Like I know the movies make it seem like it's possible. You, there's no what are they way gonna that's eat acorn happening. milk. Come right, on, man. right. I'm out there squeezing nuts to make almond. There's milk. no way your baby's living, bro. <laughs> Oh god! Depressing moment. No, it's all right. I've always thought about that. Like it's it like all the shit about movies and and zombies. It's like I love that. Like that you think you got a chance. Like oh my gosh! Like we, if I'd some, be like the first one to die, dude. If some, I said the only thing, and I've I've done this in a podcast. The only thing that you've got maybe is you can get out in a boat and just fucking wait it out. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's the only bet because I don't think yeah, the zombies dude. can swim. Like hopefully, but I, mean, I also know. didn't think zombies were real. So zombies, man. Yeah. No shit. No, dude. Absolutely. Like. I mean, that's why The Walking Dead and those shows are so popular because, like, people think, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be the one to survive. People are ready, man. No, they're like, I'd survive. But they'd, we'd all be those zombies in that show, everyone, just to let you know. There's only, like, seven people in the whole world that get to not be zombies. So most of us would be zombies. Crazy. 
And then if you're not, like, can you just every day just, I mean, if you want it, like, people cry, have cry closets now at college. And, like, you're offered so much help if you just can't even mentally handle, like, homework. How the fuck are you going to worry about fucking everything else? Anything else? worry about eating oh, your fucking toes when you're, yo. at, yeah, fuck yeah. no. No, I absolutely agree, dude. Oh. Absolutely agree. But, yeah, going back to the writing thing. <laughs> actually, I, I do like to write. I actually started writing in high school. Um, after a teacher kind of introduced me to it and the power of it, I guess. So I've been doing that for a long time and uh, mostly fiction stuff. I do poetry as well um, and some uh, little like life pieces, I guess. But I'm working on a novel right now. Right on. And uh, about halfway finished. And this one I'm, uh, I'm seriously going to pursue uh, publishing. Um, so yeah, it's, been a, it's a meditative thing for me, man. And it's also a way to um, kind of introspect and get out what I'm feeling in a, in a creative space, you know, that I like to produce something. Um, I just like to create in general. I, I'm, I've also been playing music. I brought my guitar today, actually. I might want to play something for, for us later. There you go. Um, but yeah, man, so it all kind of comes together. I uh, picked up guitar three years ago. Haven't stopped playing since. Absolutely love it. Um, play every day. Fucking right, and man. I wish I could play. Yeah, dude, It's it was... I've never, you know, it took me a while, but after the first year, like, it just starts speeding up, speeding up, and especially when you're playing every day and just getting more familiar with it. I got you. What's your favorite kind of music? Uh, I like indie rock, kind okay. of um, alternative, too, like mellow alternative. Um, dude, I got a fucking dude coming on. Yeah. A band called Sardisan, dude. I I'm, 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 might as well have wieners in my fucking mouth the way I've talked about them lately, but, yeah. like, they're coming on and they've let me, like, use their music, so, like, fuck, I can play it right now, actually. Yeah, let me hear something. That's sweet. Dude, I was pumped. Oh, fuck me. All right, so when I told you that outlet went. I was using this TV as oh, music. Oh, yeah. So my iTunes is turning up on this fucking monitor, but I can't. Oh, no worries, no worries. I got you. Why don't you just sing it for me? <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> I, even with a name like Bobby James Brown, I can't fucking sing for shit. Yeah, man. That doesn't that fucking happen. That is a great happen. name. Oh, it's You should fuck. be in A Star Is Born. Dude, I wish. Bobby Ray. Dude, I did love A Star Is Born. <laughs> me too, I cried, bro. That shit broke my heart. Can I tell you, I'm, I'm just mad because it romantic. I've always said it romanticizes cigarettes. Like, God damn yeah. it. After that, I want to smoke. Yeah, that's, I know. That's it. That's why they have to put cigarettes on, like, when it, uh, movies like Rated R, nudity, sexual content, blah, blah, blah. They have to put cigarettes. No or shit. Or smoking. Because it's... Because it, they're, like, yeah. ide idealizers or whatever, yeah. Right. That's fucking nuts. That's not funny. Like, uh, they just try to get you, but oh, I mean... They put smoking on there. My, my child can't watch the show. <laughs> like you don't care about the nudity or fucking graphic killing and glorifying right, right. killing and like no oh, yeah no for sure people people definitely take shit out of hand uh have you ever heard of stories when like actors replace the fake pot they're supposed to smoke with like real pot in the movies just yeah. get so you ever seen stoked. grandma's boy hell yeah i've seen grandma's boy uh the dude that plays dante the bar memory in the barbie in the bathroom yeah he, yeah <laughs> turns around and gets it on his mom i can't stop oh fuck that his is. Laura Croft. It was Laura Croft, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fucking crazy hilarious. Movie, but he uh, he replaces all the pot, all the fake <laughs> pot with like real pot, and it takes twenty takes that that time. <laughs> so he's burnt by the fucking no. end of his first day of filming. So like they were just toast. That is hilarious. Dude, bro. I couldn't imagine. That'd be like making Jay and Silent Bob, and like just knowing that they were stoned the whole fucking time. They made. I need it. to see that. There you go. You've awesome. never seen Jay and Silent Bob? Uh uh. 
Oh, it's a cult fucking movie. Let's just watch it for three hours on this podcast. <laughs> Dude, that, everyone people, listening. People podcast. That's a podcast. Just movie reviews. Oh, they'll, yeah? they'll comment. Like, it's, As the you movie's know, playing? Or yeah, what? yeah, dude, I thought like, about it. Like, like that like, theater 3000 show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, Mystery Science 3000. Or yeah, shit. I yeah. got you. Uh, yeah, dude. That's, well, the big screen's right there. Like, So, okay. Y'all have to have you back when I finally fucking do this. But okay. if, I hit a, if I hit a good you know, moment of cash here. I'm going to soundproof the wall because of the baby, mount the TV, get rid of this fucking desk, go buy an Ikea desk that's tiny, Yeah. put all my shit in the corner over there, do four chairs, mm, and just hang out. Sitting. A nice fucking stand on each chair so you, your mic's there, it's all ran through, you're set, everyone will have headphones, like, try to go as legit as fucking here. And like, that is cool. It'd be fun. And so, uh, and do like, if we could do that, like you could watch fights and like, you know, as long as you don't show anything and show any sound, you can fucking, you know, have a game on, yeah. watch the blue bombers fucking win another gray cup. I That's mean, dope. do whatever it's the whatever. fuck you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool, man. Yeah. Dang. Gray cup though, man. Wow. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so I didn't want to get too, too fast into football. Cause oh, I still yeah, want to yeah. know like, uh, any, you know, uh, we got into rock a little bit. You said you write poetry. You yeah. wrote. You're you're about to write and actually publish something. Uh, I saw. I, hope. I don't know if I am. You seem. Let me just say this. You seem like a guy who, when when you know something, you know. Yeah. I read another article that says, <clears throat> uh, you come to Minnesota for your rec- uh, on a recruiting trip and you're sold. Yeah. Loved the absolutely. place. Loved yeah. it. And now you know you you pick up writing and and you're doing it every day and you pick up guitar and that's you know three years in you're going and you know. When, when you're when you're down on your luck and some girl breaks it, you just go fuck it. I'm gonna go do my own thing, and you just go. You know that's yeah. awesome, man. That's you know that's something I admire. You know we yeah, talked you, at 19. I cu- I couldn't do that anymore. That's yeah. pretty quick to do that, and and you know it's 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 uh it's something I respect because I wish I wish I could do that. Right. And uh, do you do you see yourself as that person? I mean, you know. Uh, Absolutely, man. I think I got a strong intuition, man. And uh, when I feel something's not right, I really listen to that. And I think part of my artistic, you know, um, interest and in, in ability to do so is that, you know, I am open to those feelings and feeling those things and kind of listening to how I am, uh, uh, I guess, seeing a situation or feeling about a situation. So um, I, th- I think that just helps me keep balance, man, and, and kind of go with what's best for me and my gut. And it usually it works out pretty well. So I'm just trusting that. It seems like it, man. It seems yeah. like you, you're you're a loose guy. You just kind of, you know, hey, what's Hell up, man. brother? Like, when you hit me with the brother right away, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this dude's <laughs> nice as fuck. That's funny, dude. That's crazy. Like, I, I mean, I try to throw a bro in there every once in a while. Yeah. And just, like, it doesn't come off well. But yours was like, <laughs> oh, it's very flattering. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, yeah, dude. I, I I really try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, dude. And right. I'm a connecting person, dude. I love to fucking talk to people. Right. And, and hang out and just vibe. Really just play music. Um, get loose, hang, man. Hell yeah, you know. Hell yeah, I don't feel like people do that nowadays. Like everyone yeah, has fair. to. Yeah. You have to put it out there. I mean, this is coming from a guy who and now the initiators, takes com- right? Well, I take conversations and record them and put them online. So I don't know if that's any better <laughs> than somebody taking Snapchats as they're hanging out nah, with friends. You know, no, because it's an intimate <laughs> thing. It's like, hey, man, why don't you just come to my house and let's talk about your life? Who really does that? You know, like what friends are like. Let's talk about our lives, man. Yeah, and you like, can do hey, it with anybody. You can. You can go up to anyone and be like, hey, like, let's talk about. How was your childhood? Yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. 
just like this. It's, it's cool, dude. And that, that's how that's how I got into podcasting. Is all like all the podcasts that I listen to, kind of admiring, are those interview. Just hey, man, we're coming in here. I mean, you know, I don't have anything written down. I, I think about it as soon as yeah. the guest says yes. I'm thinking like, okay, we can go this way, this way, boom, boom, boom. But you know, keep it like free. Why not? Like it doesn't have yeah. to be scripted. It doesn't. I, I mean, agree. as long as you're just not sitting here going, "What's on the TV?" Like yeah. you know, I keep it on just in case. Like you know. I don't know. I say something weird and you're like, what the fuck, man? And I can look and go, oh, cool. They're bringing baseball back. And then it just comes into something else. But That's other than smart. that, I don't, you know, luckily with ADD, I don't have to fucking worry Ooh, about it. ADD, man. I love that. Right. Um, yeah, dude. That's, that's totally true. No, but so these uh, comments are great, man. Like they really are. I love them. <laughs> I got you. But okay. So now I'm going to ask you this. When you get done with college, because we'll go back and I'll ask you about being a gopher. I got you, Ski, Sky Uma. Sky Uma. When you are done, are you trying for the NFL? I know you said you worked with Axe. Are you are you just ready to go do something else? Or, or how does how does that work into it? I mean, how do you get into the CFL? Uh, all right. So the question to the NFL is, I'm actually good on that. I'll be real with you. Um, I like where I'm at in Winnipeg. I like that I'm playing. I like that I'm starting. Um, I love my teammates, man. And for me, like, I guess the NFL right now, you know, I went down that route and I would just wouldn't want to, you know, be put on PR and shipped around a team to team to team, you know, missing out on the opportunity to just play what I love to do, man. Like, I'm more of a playing in a good environment where I like to play. You know? Right. Because once you don't like playing – I'm like I said. I listen to my intuition. I listen mm-hmm. about what I'm feeling. I'm not gonna waste my my life doing something I I don't like. And whether that, you know, makes me not as rich as someone or famous, like okay. Um, but I just don't have the energy. And if I don't have the love for something, it's really it feels dishonest to me. Fucking right. To keep doing so. You know, as, as shitty as it is, and as tough as it is, sometimes you know, because your ego gets in the way sometimes. And right, and I'm sure people ask you that question all the, all the time. time. That's the first question people ask me, like, "Oh, when are you gonna try for the big leagues?" And in, in my mind, I'm like, "Man, you have no idea where it took to even get to where I am." Like, and, and no offense, you're in the big leagues, like, sure, yeah, like, you're in the I, fucking NFL for Canada. It's just like, um, you know, they think it's just kind of some like crap league where like Fuck they, no. they take like walk on guys doesn't the, the great cup get like ninety thousand people a game yeah I, I don't know man but anyway was, it is strange that's the first people's question it's always like man all right like you're always reminded of it or something yeah like like it always has to be that that's the benchmark like it yeah. can't just be that like and i'm like man i'm chilling i, I just yeah you're I getting time i want a trophy like your job is me alone player. man like, yeah that's the that dude as you can see nobody can see I've got jerseys hanging up my fucking yeah. wall. Football is a fucking amazing sport. Dude, like, I've never really thought of it like that, but that's funny, but you're right. Like, I play a game, bro. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm a kid. Yeah. I'm you, a kid making bro, cash. Your that's day, cool as fuck. Your day is what you got. The only thing you really learned in high school to do for a job was <laughs> in that playground, baby. And fucking practice. Yeah, you started at the playground. Yo, that playground it, was the teaching yard, man. Uh, school didn't mean shit to me. The best thing I learned was recess. Dude, that's... Fuck, what are you, that's wrong. Oh my you're doing? God, I'm working with my hands for a living. Man, like, that is hilarious. Damn. Wow. Never thought of it like that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. So, is is Canadian football better than it's so much than more 11, fun than eleven? It's so 11 much more football? fun. Is it because you, okay? Are you are you one of the guys who gets a running start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, no shit. Now I can Dude, imagine. It's like it's like jets fucking, taking off, man. You can just fucking burn them, and the and the 
the motions are crazy, dude. Like disco spinning, rubs, like oh my Fuck, god. Man. There's it's like as a you got to know as a crazy. as a goofy white six foot three guy who ran a fucking you know deceiving four eight <laughs> like. You know, a running start would have been fucking great. Dude, it, it helps for me too. Big oh, white fuck. guy, man, come on. I oh, need that fuck. running start, bro. No, you got that quick, uh, that quick twitch though. I don't fucking have that. Uh, I'm just, I'm a great hands guy, man. You throw it to me, I'm catching it. That's my job, man. Have you ever been referred to as the workhorse or the guy, the gym rat? The fucking all the white terms that uses <laughs> the West Walker. Like, how many times are you Slim like, shady. what's up, West Walker? Like, oh man, do you ever get no, that? I wish. Edelman? <laughs> no, no, he's like no, that's a small guy, like but like a beast guy. Right, I was gonna say. You're, is this my water? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, you're good, you're uh, yeah. I was wondering why you put it back there. Yeah, I wasn't sure. No good. You're all good, man. I wasn't gonna take it. I actually I wasn't gonna sip from it, but put it right back. Yeah, Corona. This is uh, time to go to our Corona commercial. Um, Corona. If you need help, call the hotline. Thank you. I don't have it, but we can Google it or something. I Google it. it. Ask yeah. Siri. You have a test here. I could. <laughs> I wish I was Rogan, dude. He, yeah. tests, he tests everybody coming in. That's smart, dude. I'm, 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 we're, I guess we're going to have to risk our lives here. I shook your hand, dude. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I'll go meet homeowners, and, like, they won't shake my hand. And it's like, cool, all good. You know, I, I just uh, go for it because, you know, business things are like, oh, like. Yeah. You know, I, as I, a, I, you know I'm still going to be a, a human being about it, man. Yeah. And I'll just, like, just don't rub your face afterwards and just go wash your hands later. Right. Well, and that's that's the thing too is I'm a nail biter, so now I just wash my hands more and just been like, you know what, I've, I haven't maybe, been washing my. Like, maybe you, know, you can stop biting your nails now. This is I can't. this is like Lent, dude, for you. Like you gotta just give that up, bro. Oh man, Switch. I haven't participated in Lent in a while. The only way you can bite your toes is if they're your toenails. So that means you gotta get flexible, and then you'll never want to do it again. This so. is the reason why I'm not playing in the CFL. I can't barely touch my toes. Yeah, well, I can't either. <laughs> Somehow I made it. Fuck wow, man. luck. That, no, it's not luck. No, nah, man, on, I'm no, kidding, dude. That's the joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Fuck, I was trying to think of something to say, and then I fucking dropped should we, it. Hey, should we play some music? Yeah, we can play some music. I got you. Dude, let's fucking jam real quick. Can you jam? Fuck. Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, I'm playing music. I got you, I got you. Yo. <laughs> I'm not about to rap, though. Sorry. It's okay, we were gonna... I, we tried to get a guy to freestyle. He said, yo. He went, he went on another show and did it. Uh, how'd he do? I don't know. I didn't listen. Oh, nice. I'm just kidding. I didn't. All right, guys. I actually wrote this song. And uh, this was actually going into one of my pro years, kind of leaving behind Minnesota and going into a new kind of uh, place, very unknown. And I had this great feeling of, you know, loss, you know, losing my, losing my friends in college, losing, you know, my kind of status at the, and. It was like, I'm going back to base zero. It's called loss because sometimes you have to let things go to kind of grow in another place and, and grow to bigger things. But it is hard to see that uh, that loss and, and feel those feelings. So this song is called Lost. Something 
invited to any fucking camp out I ever have. Oh, yes. Fuck, man. Thank you, That's bro. good. Thank you. Where do you learn to, like, want to make music like that? Like, when was it that, when was it that, like, you heard that kind of music and said, that's, that's my style. That's Dude, what I want to go with. I don't even know, man. Like, I, I like so many different kinds of music. So it is a strange thing when, like, you're making your own music. You're kind of like, damn, I guess this is who I am. Like, yeah. if I'm an artist, like, I guess this is the kind of style I like. And, like, you don't really know why. Yeah. But you're like, I'm, this is what I'm a vibe into, and this is what I feel. And so that is your music, which is cool. Like, and, and thinking that way, it really gives you insight to your friends and, like, you know, what kind of music they like and what kind of music they listen to. And then kind of getting to know other artists and, like, their music is who they are inside. And, like, that's their little kid, you know. That's how their kid feels and operates and, like, yeah you know that's kind of that childish like whatever they were as a kid like that's what's coming out that creativity like i even hear looking at you man like i see a guy who like loves to vibe and wants to be with friends and like talk real shit and yeah. like talk life be in a room and like have a beer Fuck. and just watch something or just chill and like be connected man like and that's what i see like i just see that kid in you you know and yeah, it's for like sure. that's really cool um because like those kind of artistic like connecting things you know they're not huge money makers and they're not like gonna get you rich really no, you know no. and, um i think i'm just i'm getting to a point where like i'd rather just be doing this and like dude feeling good and making real connections and like when i'm about to die like remember those people and be like fuck this yeah. is a good life dude like good people around you yes like i, I met some great people in my life fuck yeah that's man. what i want to feel when i'm about to go right are you uh how are you when like friends just kind of change? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they yeah. always your boy or, or I mean, you know, I think that for me in my life, dude, I, I change a lot and I'm growing a lot and I choose to grow a lot. And I think that it, it just gets different. That's you know? one uh, dude. Yeah. Fucking right. I think it just gets different for, for me. And I, I, I think it's more of like, they probably think that I'm way different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which but I am. Shit changes you. It does. And and I'm cool with that. And, like, when I feel a friendship kind of just fading, like, I just let it go. Yeah. There, you know, there's no point in, in lying about it and just holding on to something. Like, it was beautiful what it was, man. I used right? to think I was a dick. Like, yeah. I, I've 100% no. done that where, like, I just move on. And it's not anything against anybody. And it's, if it was, it's not anymore, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm done. Just leave it where it is. If, if at some point we go back, I'm, you know, I'm an open guy, totally. you know, I'm, but if you scorn me, I'm, you're fucked. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't take, I don't do well. Like I got a brother who I haven't talked to in three years. Fuck him. Won't do it. You know, the day yeah. I see him is probably going to be at a funeral and I'll jump his, I'll, you know, I'll beat the fuck out of him. Really? Only person I've, I've ever fucking threatened like that hmm. is my, is my own fucking kin because wow. fuck him. He's yeah. not worth it to me. You know, like yeah. I, I, I respect that in a guy because too many people like to fucking play games and, and play to other people and it's like it's it's no like there's so much yeah. other shit people go through to to have to put on the <laughs> fuck yeah. you i don't want to you know and i say I that really that. strongly but i don't want to deal with it like it's just cool man go do your thing yeah. you've made moves i've done it if we meet yep. cool beans you know absolutely dude damn yeah so that is that is uh something that i've I felt especially because i've been moving around so much and like when you have time away from things, it just changes your perception. And yeah. That changes your thought. And like when you're alone with yourself, when you can digest and kind of reflect and be like, you know, maybe this like wasn't the best or like maybe this person and I really aren't the same and like don't right. really get along anymore. Like 
I guess you just you have more perspective and and I, f- I feel like life is like a, a block of marble dude and we're like this Michelangelo like cresting it out you know with our little scalpels and like we're forming ourselves in the stone and like as time progresses we, we kind of re- understand ourselves and who we are as in like understanding the shape that's becoming right or like in what's around you right and it's like as we chisel away the block we kind of refine and refine and we have to remove parts of our lives that don't really feed us they don't really serve us right um but i feel like that's what life is it's like how good of a of a of sculptor can we be yeah and like some people never touch the stone they'll just let all the those ideas and and kind of like pressures lay on them and and they'll just be a marble slab right but like those who are like you know what i want to figure myself out i want to learn about myself uh instead of running from like all these feelings i have and you begin to sculpt and you sculpt and you sculpt and by the end you have a fucking beautiful statue and you're like wow i know who the fuck i am and that is a fucking beautiful thing fucking right and and uh, same thing people can crack yeah you know you can be in the making of something and just break like that's true I think I'm very close on the comparison. I've always thought of my life as like a movie. And like, not to not to get weird, have you ever thought of like making like music for fucking so- like shows? Like that seems yes. like a song you could put into Scrubs. Like if you listen, go watch an episode Dude, of Scrubs. I've always been like, I've okay. always, I have like a song for like, for an ending of a movie. I Dude, have like, exactly that's that. That's the number one fucking job I want to do is be the guy who produces the music the to, scene, for to scenes in the movie. Yes, have, yes. Dude, I you, walk through, oh my God, I walk I through Walmart that. with headphones on and I'll try to match like my fucking tone and like, dude, it is the best. If you feel like you're just walking through like fucking in like a, in like a weird eighties, <laughs> dude, that's the shit. Okay, dude, wait, can I play you something? This is like my go end of it. a movie. Something. Yeah, go for it. All right. This is like, this is like end of a fucking funeral or something. Let me just, <laughs> that's the one you go to. All right. This is it. Ready? I got you. That's like the funeral song, the last like goodbye. Yeah. The pan up, like pan up from the gravesite. With just like a tinge of like somebody leaving like a good little one liner. Yeah, yeah, man. Fuck. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, that's the shit I imagine in my head, bro. Dude, tell me if you get into that fucking business, man. Oh my God. I'm referring back to this and going, this is, yes. this is where I'm we... like, this is where I got the idea. Yeah. No, this is where you like, it was confirmed. Oh, yeah. Like, this is it, man. The it was first be. ever scene song that's fucking awesome dude that's like my favorite thing to do is like judge movies by like the music dude that makes a movie for me absolutely yeah it could be a shit movie or it's even like indie music is that the strokes oh my god my pockets oh, that's going yours up. i was like oh wait huh? i'm like hell yeah the strokes you're playing dude the strokes new album good shit i'll have to listen all right oops the strokes there we go we'll try each other's bands the strokes the and then strokes uh, you try Starzan. Starzan. all right that works Hell for yeah. me cool 
I suppose I could have played it on my fucking phone, but uh, oh, well. no, you're good. So, fuck, man. All right. What are you going to do when football is done? I know you said when you know, you know. And Dude, I'm hopefully, already, you got, I'll tell you what I'm trying to you do. You got two years, right? You just well, signed two years? Know. Yeah, it's just signed two years, but who right. knows if what's going to happen to CFL. So. Ah, they'll roll it. Dude, I'm um, I'm in a point in my life, man, where I'm single, and um, I just have this drive. I just have this really strong drive right now, maybe because I've lost everything at this point, and it's like kind of forced upon me and gave me this perspective that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise, you know? And it's like this perspective of I have a clean slate of life. Yeah. I can go in any direction right now. There's no nothing holding me back. I don't have a wife. I don't have a kid. I don't have a mortgage. My car's almost paid off. It's like, this is, this is like the moment where you choose what you want to do. Yeah. That's a big moment coming up. And it's like, it's like this avenue and like, you got to kind of pick and like try something. Right. And like hope to do it for me, man, I'm going to pursue this music thing. Yeah. I'm going to see where I can do. I'm going to, I'm going to make this album. I'm going to, I have 20 songs ready, man. Fucking right. So like, I'm going to try this thing out and I'm going to like try to publish some stories and try to get this kind of, I want to be an artist, man. Like I want to be an artist right. and I want to make, I want to make music. And I want to share what I want to want to write with people, man. Like, yeah. I, again, I'm about connectivity that you're like you, like it's, I want to reach people because like I know what they're feeling, man. And other people don't want to talk about that and other people don't want to relate, but we do all relate. And I just want to share and make sure people know like what they're feeling is real and it's all right. I get you. You can tell me to fuck off with this. What'd you lose? I'll share what I lost. If I mean, yeah. you want me to go first or you, you go? No, no, I'll share. Um, well, in the past uh, two months here, uh, I've lost my long relationship uh, with a very close girlfriend. Um, I lost uh, my job um, and... I'm about to lose my grandpa as well. Right. So it's just been a very... Sorry to hear that. No, thank you. Um, it's just been a very sad month. Sad two months of my life. Yeah. Um, and so just that feeling of loss was resonating. And so the funny thing is I wrote this song, Lost, long before, you know, recently. And uh, it just kind of was like hearing advice from myself from the past, which was kind of weird. Right. Like you go back. I get, yeah. I get you on that. Yeah. But like you kind of got to lose something to like, I guess, grow somewhere else. And I, I guess that's how I'm taking this. I guess that's my way of coping with it. And yeah. Coping with everything that was like making me literally crazy, man. Right. You know, have you ever been pan like manic like that? Like when I lost my dad, yeah. I was uh, gone. Never, never lost anybody besides a dog. Yeah. So like, and like 22 is a weird spot to be in where like, Absolutely. You, I can't imagine, dude. I'm just getting to know him. I got to live with the guy for a year, just yes. me and him. And then he was sick for a year and then really sick for like the last two months he after, you know, yeah, he had cancer. Died Pretty within, serious, uh, he's 40, he was 52. And he, we found out he had stage four, and it was eleven months. Damn. Yeah. And That's scary news, man. It's it's fucked. You how know? were those last months? Like, how did you feel when you were with him? Like, oh. how was that? That's guy just. I didn't. Feel... I didn't take it well. Like, I'm. I'm uh, dude. I gotta I say. Ever stop crying, bro? I'd always just be crying. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh you. I mean, you find moments, you know. Yeah. But like, the thing is, like, you know, like, uh, you know, the day he dies is always a big one. But like, instead of being sad, I watch like a movie me and him used to watch, or like, you know, movies he would watch. 
like Steven Seagal movies, man. Like they're oh fucking great, the right? Chef. Yeah, so, yeah, the chef. Oh the fucking, man, yeah. yes, dude, such corny movies. Yeah, so great. Yeah, uh, uh, Law Abiding Citizen or, or is uh, yeah. the one I like, or Above the Law. Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I mean, yeah, you figure out when you know you're sad, and I do it, you know alone i'm not one of these people who like you know i like to post something about it every once in a while because it feels good to get it off but i don't like to you know every fucking you know you don't you don't want to live in that no no, i get you you want to you want to be happy and you want to be happy and pursue happiness yeah but there's also happiness in remembering the sad i believe right and like I, i tell people all the time it sucks to remember them like after they pass and then it gets better yeah because then like for me i don't have much so like i can't look at it as i lost my dad i have to look at it as he caught me this. And like, if anyone knows me, I'll go 18 hours a fucking day working, go sleep four hours and go right back to 18 hours a day until my, ha- I, I mean, not to say I work my hands to fucking death, but if I, but you'll sacrifice everything, I'll, I'll, I've, I have, if it's money or like we need something. Okay. Like, and right now I feel terrible saying this, but I've had a struggle for three years since he passed with like financials. You know, I, I was living in his basement and then I'm bouncing around and you know, now I'm, with a girlfriend and I have a house that I'm, you know, I'm renting, but I'm fucking, I'm, I'm figured out a monthly set where you figure out, like I had a brand new car when I was, when I was living with him. I didn't need that. Yeah. Like I fucking, you know, I lost it. So it was like, fuck man. Like I, you know, I'm not kidding. I, I went through some shit and, um, not to sit here and play poor me, but like, you know, it's, it's when you're manic and like in those bad fucking moments where you go, you realize like once you're out of it. And if you can be one of those people who don't crack when you're making your, your sculpture, you're good. Like, that's where I got to a point where it's like, okay, you're fine. Like, you know. Like, there's nothing shittier in dude, life that I'll ever have to deal with in my life. And, you know, I did three months of therapy. And, like, I've always had a fear of death. And that was one of the anxieties, I think, after watching somebody die really yeah. started to manifest. Yes. And, like, when you say, like, when I die and I want to do this, like, <laughs> I fucking, like, want to just stand up and start fucking going, yeah! Like, yeah. fuck, man. It's it's a real fucking feeling. Yes, and when and, and that's what sets real people apart is like when you fucking are able to say that and like able to live by that. And it's not like, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I've always said like, if you can just go your life being a good person, like you're good. Absolutely. Just be a Who good the guy. fuck could hate you after that? Like, just be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, trust me, I fucked up and you know, there's people who fucking hate me. There's people who, totally. you know, call we me all a have sleaze, but, but like, yeah, you, you never you, meant to hurt anyone. No, no. And I you, don't think anyone ever does. It's you're just, young. And if yeah. you're not young, you you fucked up and you don't do it again. It's it's exactly. you know I had a coach I had a coach for the one year I played football, and uh, or in college, and he says you know stupid is only doing the same thing once you once you know it was wrong Doing the again, first yeah. time. Like yeah, you're fuck you know. Dude, we all fuck up, and there are people that will hate us. There's people I I probably hate. No, I There's mean people hate. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. You know, people find reasons like. But I get you, man. That's that's awesome to fucking hear. And I'm sorry I had to go on uh, me rant, but that's that was dope. that's so no, fucking. That was really cool. That's fucking awesome to hear you say that, man. Because you know I don't meet too many people who have that conversation with yeah. me. You know. Yeah. Like, me either. It's 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 strange because when when does it ever come up? You know, besides when you're sitting in an intimate setting where I've got Rare. a lamp like a candle in the fucking corner and ESPN in the glow in the background. You're right. No, yeah, man. You're, you're exactly right, dude. I don't. I don't really know. Probably with a stranger, man. Right. People think, who come in and just ready to fucking talk and go at like, it. Like, hey, man, like, yeah. what's up? No. If, if you have to talk to a stranger, man, you're ready to talk. Yeah. Like, you're about to blow. Yeah. And that's a dangerous place to have, get into. Have you ever done that? I haven't. Um, I meet a lot of cool people. Just talking? Especially, when I was in Europe, especially, like, 
man, I was on a train to Switzerland and it like got delayed or something or the machine was wrong. We had to switch trains and I'm like, no idea what I'm fucking doing there. It's my first time in Europe. I don't speak uh, really, I speak a little Italian, but like not enough to, to comprehend which train I have to go to, right. where it is. Enough to like um, get a glass of water. Yeah, I can do that and like make a cab drive, I guess. But um, yeah, so I just looked for like someone to speak English and I found these two people and um, they're from Zurich originally and they asked where I was from. I sat, got, sat talking to them. They told me like where the train was. I just followed them. They like helped me through the station. Awesome. They got they got me on my bus to my hotel. They're like, hey, like let's meet for lunch tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. So next day, find ourselves at the top of Zurich Mountain eating like Swiss fondue. This guy orders like a hundred sixty dollar bottle of wine, and he says something really wise to me though, dude. He's like, he's like, Drew, have you ever been to the Sea of Galilee? And I was like, or yeah, uh, the Sea of Galilee. And I was like, no, I have not. I've never been to Israel over there. And he goes, he's like, we were there uh, this last year and um, flourishes with life. Fishermen have been out there for, since Christ, fishing, throwing nets, um, reaping the benefit of the ocean, man. And he's like, and it still thrives. And he's like, do you know why that is? And I was like, I don't. And he's like, um, basically that the Sea of Galilee receives from the ocean and gives to the Dead Sea. Okay. Right? So it's kind of taking and it's giving. And he's like, the, the gift of flourishing life is that um, you have that balance of giving and taking, you know, knowing when to receive something, being open to receiving, but also being open to giving. Yeah. Um, because quite frankly, man, it's sometimes harder to receive than, it's harder to receive than give. Um, it's harder to receive love or whatever it is you're looking for. And it's almost like the thing you want the most, you kind of push away. And it's really strange. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I joke all the time. I don't hear good news. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, um, I just kind of think that's what that is, man. Just, yeah. You, people block out some of that. I get you. Mm. Fuck. Damn, man. Yeah, man. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that music would go down that road? Fucking right. I just like that you're like ready with a funeral song. Dude, like I, I just, I, was, I just can't. I got everything it. in the arsenal, man. You're like, you're like, hey, hey, I got this, this perfect song. It's uh, like, okay. what's it for? Funeral. funeral. <laughs> Panoramic. We're on the grave. Man puts a uh, flower on deathbed. Son on his knees, crying in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck, man. That's that's hilarious. Have you? Have you told anybody that? I mean, do you, do you like, do you, I mean, how do you, okay, okay. <laughs> What's your bigger passion? I know you said music is and uh -huh. once football's done, it's done, but how, what does your love for the game mean? Like, like, I don't want, I don't want to sound like a douche asking that question. I'm just trying no, to think just, of. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying, what do I have more passion for? Yeah, like. And wait, have I lost passion for football? Not really, but have you. When are you, like, can you work both of them? Like, I mean, I know you're practicing Dude, now. Dude, great like... question. And I'll tell you why it's a great question. Because I used to think you couldn't mix the two together. Yeah. I used to be like, no way. Music is like emotion. It's raw. Football is like tough. It's gruesome. It's like, a sh you know, it's a show, right? Mm -hmm. It's entertainment both ways. Right. You know? Um, and I'm like, no way those two could be together. Absolutely not. And so I've actually, I have like this spiritual, uh, I guess, teacher or like 
Right on. I, I, it's someone I have conversations like this with yeah, yeah, in yeah. Winnipeg. Um, Cassie Klassen. She's also a massage therapist, like really s- super smart woman. Um, anyway, so we talk about these things all the time. And one day I was kind of being like, I really like music. And, it, and it's kind of like I feel torn because I really want, would like to pursue that. Mm-hmm. But like I also, you know, I know football. I love, I love football in a very different way than I used to. But in the same way. Um, there's something great about it, you know, year after year, but I feel like I don't know which one. Yeah. And she's like, why do you keep thinking it has to be one or the other? She's like, I I don't like, has it ever come up to you that you can just do both? (laughs) And I was like, fuck, no, I haven't thought of that. She's like, why not? And I was like, I don't have an answer for you. I just feel like they can't, like they don't mesh, you know? She's like, I just say, open that up to the universe and say, I'm open to being both. So literally a fucking switch of my thought, right? That's like, okay, I'm just going to think this way then. Boom. So kind of this is what goes down. Um, People from the press hear about like me singing and they like hear that I'm going to open mics or whatever uh, around town. Then they're all interested in it. So they're like, we hear you're singing and like playing music. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Um whatever and so then i get like this call from the uh the radio station in winnipeg like the biggest radio no station way. he's like hey drew like we heard uh you're playing music why don't you come and we'll interview you for a bit and you can play us one of your songs and i was like man this is like the shit i'm talking about yeah like, yeah football is getting me into this door to play a song that i want to play like um and even if that is because like i am a winnipeg blue bomber i don't give a shit right. i'm getting to play Use my it. song yeah. man it's so yeah. fun that's beautiful and like that's what i wanted though and it's like when i became open to that and when i was like seriously like yeah like i will i would follow this dream if i'm i'm allowed like i will follow and uh, do what i have to do and it was like there's an opportunity fucking right and i was like yeah i'm in i'm doing it and then after that it was like i could start playing at restaurants you know and like yeah I played at a restaurant where, like, all our friends, we'd go after every game for after, like, every game is called Earls on Main. And we knew everyone there, and, like, I, I was playing music and just, like, background music that's, in the restaurant, that's man. That's badass. Like, I was playing anything, like, my stuff, like, some covers. What's your favorite cover? Oh, fuck. Um, Dude, uh, okay, let me say this before you start. An acoustic good cover of any song is, like, the best fucking version of it. Like, if you can nail an acoustic fucking cover... It's hard to be. Yeah, you're right. Oh, shit. You ever listen to Boyce Avenue? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they're really yes. good at making covers of, like, pop songs. Yeah, with acoustics. <laughs> yeah. I have a Drake song. Marvin's Room, acoustic. Hit it. Go. Okay, let me tune this thing, though. It sounds like shit from before. <laughs> My kid's got, like, a $5 guitar from Five and Below. It must sound really good. Oh, dude, actually, I just it till it's tight and for being as cheap as it is it doesn't sound bad when the kids just strumming along like oh banjo. really oh yeah that's pretty dope where'd you get that uh five below oh yeah five below but uh that. she's she's such like, a minnesota store right like five below yeah but it's all just five it's just five dollars and below but uh she's oh, really into kiss dude Loves that's kids. hilarious scooby-doo all right dude this is marvin's room Bitches on my old phone I should 
call when and go home I've been in this club too long The woman that I would try Is happy with a good guy But I've been drinking so much I'ma call her anyway and say Upset at XO, all my people been here. I see all of her friends here. Guess you don't have the time to kick it no more. Flights in the morning, you're doing that so important. But I've been drinking so much, I'm gonna call you anyway and say, Cause we do a party, yeah, we do a party Bitches came over, yeah, we do a party I was just calling cause they were just leaving Talk to me, please don't have much to believe in I need you right now, you're down to listen to me Too many drinks have been given to me I got some women that's living on me Pay for their flight, no hotels, I'm ashamed Bet that you know that I won't say no names After a while, but they all seem the same Put this weight on Fuck man, how do you learn? How do you learn how to like acoustically redo <laughs> I totally a song? I forgot that lyric for a sec. Um, I don't know. You just go on like this. I mean, every song has a key, right? Every song has. Oh, sorry. I'm no, you're too good. Far away. Every song has a key. Every song has a note. So like, um, you kind of just go online and like look at what chords it is, and you can kind of make your own thing. Like I could have just sang it like, plucking it like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could have been like Oh shit 
Hit it in the mic. It's all about the rhythm, like, feel of the song. Like, you're not gonna play, like, a fucking folk song. Like, the same notes, but it sounds way different now. Yeah, right? now it sounds like a folk, yeah. Now it's like... It's softer. It's like you're in a, a, a room that's pretty empty. And you're just quiet. You're floating. That's right. kind of sound. Fuck. Yeah. Do you it's, like the kind of music where you can hear them uh, move slide? their fingers down? Yeah. Oh hell yeah, man. It that's makes beautiful. It, it lets you know like for sure that they're playing an actual. You know. Yeah. I love Fuck. that. Is that is that a okay? I've never done anything like in public besides like when. You know, I presented the, our coaches at the end of the year a fucking yeah. thing, and, and speaking at my dad's funeral, at playing at a bar when everyone is just, just into it, drinking, just hanging out. Like, is it the best? Is it just like you know, like you're kind of in the background, but you're but you're really making it. Like, if you're just, <laughs> I don't the... know, dude. It wasn't like a party scene for me. Oh, okay. It was like actually like a nice. It was like a, a outdoor patio, and then I'd go inside. It'd be like a nice restaurant. So yeah, it was yeah. like just fun. chill. Yeah, I was sorry. like one of those. Like... <laughs> Fancy guys were wearing nice clothes, like playing like. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking of. Is like somebody is like, like you start playing a marriage proposal. Yeah. <laughs> Some guys like, hey, can you play wings? I want to propose to my wife. Oh, Macklemore? Yeah. Like those are wings that make you cool. <laughs> oh shit, that's fucking great. Um, yeah, dude. So that was cool. Right on. Fuck. I gotta ask you. So I, yeah. I. I apologize one i looked at my phone because i i wanted to remember i asked my my mm. my buddy flink sent me yeah, a, yeah. Uh, he's a listener and he's i fucking love him for it yeah who in the minds of gopher football do they see as their biggest rival and who do they have circled on the calendar oh man when i was playing you know with michigan it's the you know you got the oldest trophy um and floyd of rosedale right it's like the classic trophy man and it's like um that's kind of the oldest one, but personally, we really had it at w- with Wisconsin, man. Like we did not like them, um, and they always beat us, man, which killed me. So I was really happy to see we won the other year. Yeah, but man, we hated them, and like we, our senior year, we were up like ten points at halftime. We were balling out. Yeah, dude, all those close games. I was, yes, I was, they're I always over. close, man, and that's Iowa, what kills us. Iowa's within seven. Uh, Penn State was within seven. I'm yeah. not trying to kill you right no, now. I'm I know, sorry, but that. I know, oh, and those games are all winnable games. Like Penn State, we had it in the bank, yeah. and we just let them run for like a sixty-yard pass, like for five seconds left. I don't remember what it was, but it's like, what are we doing? But yeah, Iowa just such a slow game. Like we couldn't do anything. Was this past year? I mean, you you were in the program four years, and first off, not many people get pulled off their red shirt and get to play and yeah. actually contribute. You know that that's fucking awesome. Thanks, man. When you, when you, when you look back, look when you look yeah. at the program now. I mean, are you bummed that you're not playing now, or are you just like good for the program? Like, I can't fucking believe it. Like, I mean, what do you think of of like the change over oh, you? I'm glad I'm not playing still. Like, okay. to think that I have to go back and do oh, okay. it all over again is like, oh man. When you had two like, two changes. Um. 
Um, yeah, like, but it was within the same program. Yeah, you know, it yeah. wasn't crazy changes. Right on. You know, uh, everyone got fired though. My last year with that boycott and everything, like my whole staff got fired. So yeah. like the new my, staff. That was Line Grover's year, right? Yeah, and uh, Clay Clay's was the head coach. Okay. But, yep. Sorry. Uh, no, but um, after that, man, like the new staff coming in, they didn't really like us seniors very much because they kind of thought we were the bad guys of this boycott and like we had mind control over their guys. I don't really know. Yeah. So we weren't really invited much to anything and, and it's been kind of a bitter um, taste in my mouth since I left, just how everything went down in that regard. Um, Do you feel that because it, it's just, it's just, there's uh there's no one we know anymore, you know? Yeah. It's a whole new staff and even the, um, you know, office is different and like everything's different and right. we don't know anyone. We don't really have anyone that would, reach out to us like we're just gonna have to become old guys so we can go back i got you i wasn't gonna ask this but let me ask this um you know i i remember working and i worked with a couple older guys and in the paper it was the picture of you at the podium and it was a controversy you know i you know people have their opinions and what it is do you feel that that moment still affects you now i think that moment taught me a great lesson and this is the lesson it taught me um, I've always, I was a, per, a people pleaser big time, mm-hmm. like in my life. And like, I would sacrifice a lot of my own desire or need to sacrifice for people because I wanted to please them. I wanted to make people happy, whatever yeah. that means. Right. And so that's how I was for a lot of my life. And after that boycott, when we fought for due process and, um, people took that as like us supporting rape or whatever, um, which was like really hurtful because I would get messages from friends like what are you doing like is this true like yeah and it's you can't explain it to every single person so that's what hurt and I also got like really threatening messages from every across the country like Texas Oklahoma I can't imagine and it was like you know calling me these these names and like saying how insulting I'm to my family and like stuff like that and I at some one point I'm like I fucking sh- my sh- heart shattered, man. Like yeah, that okay. illusion that like I can make everyone happy in the world, and like that if and I have, you're not number that one. if I fight for something that like is wrong, then um, you know they're gonna uh, take everything yeah, away, exactly. or do take whatever everything. they're gonna yeah. make a monster of you. It's like so it's like damn, like people are just gonna have their opinions, man, and like you gotta live with people just not knowing you right. because they can't all know you. But if you know you, man, like w- it, you understand, like, yeah that none of it's true and that is a tough thing because public perception usually wins man because um of of these stigmas and once you have one like no one will talk to you no one will open up to you but um it's just foolish man like we we all do these things and we we all have to learn these lessons yeah no i get you that's i remember and and at the time too People are upset because Baylor was having their own thing. Michigan has the Michigan, you know, it was a mm-hmm. Michigan State or there's just colleges that are just, you know, things were happening on campuses that were whatever. Yeah. And then people come here and this was a different case because there were people that needed due process in that because right. there were people that were innocent. Actually, yes. And and it's it isn't fair. You're exactly right that the stigma is that you're forever going to be tagged with that or that you could be forever could tagged be, yeah, with that. Yeah. And that it's it's and not, it's for both parties. Like right. it's not like these guys like are innocent no like five guys were in a very gross act right yeah like okay no i totally agree but five people weren't and five people weren't involved and they got their papers uh faces in the paper like and they have lives to live after they do and like people want to be like oh it's not gonna affect them you you don't know that man like 
No. Listen, that's in the first search of, um, I'm sure they're names. So yeah. like, don't tell me that's not going to affect them in right. some way. That, that people will find that. Or it that. could. Or, you know, it's not. Even a, if it's, it pops up in the Google bar where it's like. And it's not, even about, it's not even about them. It's about the concept. Like, don't say people are guilty till they're innocent. Right. Or at least give them the chance to. Give them you the know, chance. Have a court date. Right. Yeah, yeah, having the chance to to get processed. And I wish people were like that more. But even like you know, I saw uh, from the riots going on last night. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a girl I went to high school with, and her brother's a cop down in Nebraska, and she was getting threatening fucking wow, uh, messages fuck. about you know how cops are bad. It's like people that just sucks. chill out. Like you know, it's not every cop out there is is fucking bad. You know. Yeah. I mean, come on, but it's it's, tough, it's just people overreact and they want to. I. Maybe they care, or maybe they're bored, or maybe something. But people, <laughs> they, they want to fight, man. Man, it's it's people are just outraged, and they're outraged for other people. And you can be. There's not sitting, you know, you can't. But yeah. fuck, people just like to take it, the extra, you know. I just I try to live a life of love, man. And yeah. So like for me, dude, um, I, I'm not a hateful guy, and like, um, I just want to love everyone, dude. And I, I live in love, and I hope that reflects on other people around me, and they and they choose to live that way as well. But, like, um, I don't believe in violent protests, and, like, I'm not going to go out and violently per- destruct things. I get the I the anger is real, man, and I agree with the anger. And um, But, again, like, I, I just want to live a loving life, dude, yeah. and, I want, and I want people to see that and see that it's a life where, you know, there isn't that hate and that, and that nastiness. And, like, um, I just think it starts with, like, every person, one person at a time. Right. I think it's... It's a good perception to just say, what's next? Like, yes, we need to pay attention. We need to Something learn. Something needs to change, it, yes. It, but what is it? Let's not burn shit and blow shit up. Or let's not be stuck on the fact that everything got burned. Okay, they're sure. not the first per You know, and riots have been started for less. Totally, um, for, totally. for Canada's number one. They, if a hockey team wins, they burn the fucking city down. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and it is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I hate that people have to interject as if one act is so worse and... It it's all, all fucking bad. sucks. It's all it, shit. It, 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 whatever. Like the, at the end of the day, it's someone lost shit. their life, and if that doesn't happen, the riots don't fucking happen. Right. So it's it's just one of those things. Like fuck, let the riots go. It happens. It's not you know again. Yeah, let's not make them the villains yeah, now. No. Let's not make anyone like. People, the looting and shit. I mean, it's pretty crazy that even at like five this morning, I woke up and I'm watching the news, and the reporters like, hey. Do you think it's okay to take stuff? And he goes, hell no. And he keeps walking off with his fucking car. Ah, that's oh, amazing, shit. man. Dude, what a baller move. Like, it's 5 a.m. Like, lights coming in. Cops are in the parking lot, and they're still not, like, they don't even want to pull people over now. Arrest anybody. Like, I think they just want people to fucking fall asleep and go. I think the, the thing is, they can't drag all those people down Fuck anyway. No. So, like, well, and also, when someone steals from your store, you're actually not allowed to say anything to them. You know that You rule. have to let them leave, right? Yeah, so, really... What can they say? Isn't it the law? I, I joked last night, and I'm surprised. <laughs> so theft is legal, bro. That's basically what that means. Well, and I said last night that people there are asked no to wear thing. masks, and people were too fucking lazy as they were robbing <laughs> stuff with a mask around their neck to go, I'm robbing something. I should just go, Shut the dude, hell dude, watch up. watch back on like news cameras of people running dude, out. You'll see a mask around the neck. Fucking... I'm going, I'm going, bro. How is this not a highlight? Like we are sheep. We are sheep. Go, I'm just like fuck. At least put the mask on to be like, hey, so you can't see the camera who's taking a selfie, you know? But I got there's guys with like you know when they robbed the liquor store, he's giving a selfie like. If Minneapolis cops are paying any attention, they just go to Snapchat and that big red glob. They just start screen recording faces and going. Okay, that's one, that's two, that's three, and then you just arrest them four months from now and nobody gives a shit. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, they're gonna get arrested, probably. Dude, well, and you got so many people standing out there filming them. It's yeah. I'm not trying to say I enjoyed last night, but I've never witnessed a riot. But I, was, I did have popcorn. Man, I was on live, and just my girlfriend was pissed. Like, come on, babe, we're stop to playing eat. GTA. No, babe, this is actually real life. <laughs> oh shit. Oh wow. <laughs> I got one more for you. Yeah, what's up? Coolest and stuff. Uh, coolest and toughest stadiums atmosphere to play in. Oh my gosh, man. When it was Penn State whiteout, it was deafening sound. Was that here? No, that was in Penn State. Okay. At the, their their stadium. Yep. Which is so like 100. In the ground, bro. 110, 11, 111, all white shirts. Fuck that. And Who's the quarterback at the time? I have no idea. Oh, Mitch Leidner was our quarterback. Yep. And then, oh, so that must have been. Uh, the Junior, my No, my senior year. Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Year. I gotcha. Yeah, um, dude, that was crazy, man. Like, rumbling, felt that in my feet, my head. David Cobb, the running back? Yeah. Um, no, no, Rodney Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Rodney Smith. Right on. Um, but, dude, that was a cool stadium. And let's see. How is Wisconsin we, when they do jump? Uh, Wisconsin's cool, except we were always losing. So right, right. It isn't cool. It's hard to enjoy, but yeah. when everyone starts doing the jump around, I got to imagine there's a little bit like I remember my, my, going to Michigan, I was a sophomore. So, like, college football was still pretty fresh. And I was like, dude, this is sick. Like, I've never been to a big stadium like right. this. This, this is going to be awesome. big. Yeah. And, like, wow, what a – I think I feel better about it now, like, looking back. Like, that was a huge moment, like, for me, man. Because yeah, I, big grew house. Up, I grew up watching football, USC – uh, Michigan always in the Rose Bowl, dude. And so I'm like, damn, like I'm really here right now playing yeah. in the big house. Like, damn. Who was the guy that you were like, fuck? I, he like when you knew that he was coming around next year, you were like, oh, oh man. Like Prince of Mucamara, did you? Or was were you guys playing Nebraska by then? Yeah, we were playing them, dude. I. uh I don't even really know, dude. No, I gotcha. I guess probably been a while. I guess there wasn't really anyone that I was like that scared of. Right, I got you. I, I kind of got. We're, all, we're all kids, man. Like that's why I was not very good. I I circled guys like that. Like fuck, yeah. this guy suck. No, there's no guy really like that. I was like, damn. Maybe like Jabril Peppers when he was on. That's Michigan. a fucking name, right we there. We were like, ah, oh, man, this guy's like everywhere, man. Right. So, oh man. Maybe him. When you guys had JJ Watt, and when you guys played Wisconsin, and fucking, I mean. God, is it is it weird when you know like a dude's probably gonna play in the end? like when you're like ninety percent sure that if the well, guy doesn't be like, like a first round drafter yeah yeah like when you know okay well he's fucking going like yeah is it is it just kind of fun to like see if that can what you can do against that team or like yeah like when you go up against an Ohio it's State cool to win against yeah this team. oh yeah totally it was Ohio State too man like it's weird seeing it's different when you see them in person and like play with them in person yeah it gets more real it just doesn't like. They feel like just people, you know? Yeah. Like, more like people. Just really fast like, and strong people. But they have this, this like, thing around them, man. Because of all the hype, it's like this, like, shield or, like, armor. Yeah. Like, it's real shit, man. When people have that, like, musicians, too. Like, when they have that label of, like, God. Yeah. There's something God-like because we, we manifest it around them. And I'm, I'm, I'm people who listen to this are going to fucking hate me. There's a team in Minnesota here named Tatino Grace. Mm-hmm. Private school, fucking, Tino. bro, they get, like, the most ridiculous fucking athletes. John Crockett went there, um, and, uh, dude, I, I kicked off to him, and, f- dude was, like, they th- he would score, like, four touchdowns on us every game. There was a quarterback named J.D. Pride. He, he could have gone to any Big Ten school as a corner. He went to Minnesota as a quarterback, and then he, you know, Illinois State or yeah. something like that, and, um, 
but they just they produce athletes and they won state championship after state championship wow. and it was in our conference and it was always you get to section final you play TG you lose and it was that Dang. aura dude it was always every year yes just, they're like God you're like we can't yeah, win like it, we they are impenetrable right it just when when your team figures it out and you simply you know it, and it's, it seems like the simplest teams always win because it's yeah. just easy for you to fucking go it's have you i guess being on a, a great cup championship team have, have you did you guys feel that like it just Yo, you couldn't miss we had a gritty season bro okay so you had to work it out we it wasn't like gritty, a joe burrow 56 oh, touchdown this was like a miracle on ice on the ice in fucking canada though so we had this quarterback who was like our baller eastern washington guy matt nichols we go five and zero or something, and it's like, oh shit, the bombers are looking good, bro. Yeah, five and zero, beauty. We go to Guelph, we lose two, no biggie, and uh, and then we win another home. So we're like six and two, great record going. Like we are looking so strong. Like we know we know those two losses were BS. Like we know what we got to do. Then next game, starter gets injured. Okay. Okay. Chris Strebler comes in, my buddy from Minnesota, who played with me. He he uh, plays through probably game sixteen. No, game seventeen. So from f- like eight to seventeen, and um, and we fall like basically fourth in the West or third in the West division. All our fans at this point are like, we're not gonna win the Grey Cup. Like we're we always get cursed. Like when will we ever win? It's been twenty eight years. Oh by wow, the way, okay. Since our last Grey Cup win, twenty eight years. Damn. There's actually a guy um, in Winnipeg who didn't wear pants for 28 years. He was waiting to the next Grey Cup to win- wear pants again. Wore shorts to the game? He wore short. No, like his whole life. Oh, like he he would shorts? not wear pants. He wore <laughs> shorts through the winters, the summers, That's the springs, story. That's everything. A, that guy. This guy had not for 28 years worn pants, and we needed to win the game so he could wear pants. He better get, he better get a fucking ring. That guy, I don't know. He doesn't have frostbite on his legs. No shit. All right, so anyway. <laughs> So this new guy comes in, man. Uh, it's a new quarterback we drafted from a Saskatchewan where he was playing before. Um, he had like two weeks to learn the offense. We go out, we play Calgary, the first ranked team in the West, and we freaking beat this guy. Beats them fucking for two right. weeks of practice. We beat this team. Uh, so that kind of sets us up to be in third, and now we can go and we're gonna be in the playoffs. Um, so then we have to play Calgary again at their house, though. Yeah. So Calgary, we just beat. And Calgary, if you know Calgary, they don't lose a lot. And if you play them twice, it's usually going to go one and one. Right. If not two, oh, two. They'll figure it out. Yeah. So we got to play them again at their stadium. It's going to be five degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be frigid. Fuck. So we get there, dude, with our new quarterback. um, And we basically dominate, dude. We beat them, like, by 21 points. Damn. Incredible. Like, they just fell apart, and we just took off, dude. And after that game, bro, like you said, that aura, man, it was, you like, just, growing in us. Like, yeah. damn, we look at each other like, this squad is deadly. And, like, we knew we were deadly, and now we just showed it. Like, okay, we know now how it feels. Like, we know what we got to be like. How right. We, we found the formula, bro. And then just went. And so next was the semifinal. We go to Saskatchewan. It's a grinder game, dude. It is like neck and neck all game long. It's just big play after big play, like clutch catch after clutch catch. Um, both teams just like making crazy plays. They drive down the field in the fourth quarter. They're down seven points. Um, they make their way down. It's third and ten. 
we have to stop them. There's three downs in Canadian football, by the way. So third down is fourth down. Okay. So shit. it's third down here. And um, their QB drops back, throws an out. Our DB cuts off the out route, like hits the ball. We're like, yes, we won. Hits the ball, but he tips it upward. And they catch it inbounds on the four-yard line or something. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, my God. Is this our fate? Right. Holy shit. Um, and then the next play, like, they have three downs now. There's, like, seven seconds. So they throw one pass incomplete. There's, like, two seconds. They have to snap it really fast. It's the last play of the game. Mm-hmm. He catches it, drops back, throws it. Our hearts are in our throats. Mm-hmm. All you hear is, dong! It hits the fucking goal post. No dude. shit, because it's on the front, isn't it? Yes, it's on the front of the end zone. Hits the goal post, dead ball, we fucking win. Fuck. We're that. like, oh my god. That's <laughs> holy shit. Dude, it was deadly. And then so bro, we got up. Um and or we like celebrated that night, got back to fucking Winnipeg, packed our bags, and then had to go straight to um Calgary to, to be for the Grey Cup week because mm-hmm. we're gonna play Hamilton in Calgary. Okay. Hamilton, who won 15 games, only lost three games. They were coming in cocky as hell. They're going to beat our asses. Um, they already beat us twice in the season. So all the odds were against us, obviously. Um, but we felt that heat, bro. We're like, dude, we are a squad right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, fa- we're we're Fast and Furious squad, like go- getting ready for our last mission, man. Um, so we, tra- we practiced that week. And uh, we're out in the cold, practicing every day in the snow. And game time comes, dude, and we just come out hitting. And we come out smacking these guys. And they are just, like, confused, bro. They are hurt. They're going off the field. And we are just getting more and more deadly. Fuck yeah. And so by the third quarter, dude, we're up, like, 15 or 16. By the fourth quarter, we're up 21. We know we're going to win. Like We just dominated the whole game. There wasn't a quarter where it was like, uh uh-oh. It was like... We are on the gas. That's awesome. And it was like a sweep. Like, we just blew this team. And, like, we looked at each other with, like, 30 seconds left. Like, boys, we're about to be fucking champs. Damn. Like, 28 years. We are the team, man. That is cool as fuck. Yeah. I, I that can't... 30 seconds was the – that's the most – best celebration I've had with a great cup memory. That is my favorite memory. Looking around with 30 seconds left and being like, boys, we are about to win this shit. Like, you saw your little dream. Yeah. And your little dream is 30 seconds away. Like, we are about to do that. Tell me That's you, it. Tell me you Joe Nothing burrowed better. it with a fucking cigar at the end. Oh, uh, just... we definitely had the cigars out. We had the cigars. We had the whiskeys, man. And we had everything. That sounds like a better fuck. Dude, I hated the XFL celebrations with, like, seltzer fucking alcohol. Oh, uh, what? Dumbest fuck- you didn't see that? No. They'd crush seltzer waters, uh, fucking Trulies or whatever, like they were, oh. like they were beers. Uh Dude. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, so really? championship. Yeah, that's what Perrier. it was. But but the fans though would have beer cups that would reach all the way to the second level of the fucking stadium. They'd max all the beer cups together until it was one big snake of beer cups to the, <laughs> to the next level. So the fans were a little more hardcore than the players. That's sick. Uh, championship night, you win. How how the fuck is the party? What's it like to we, win a, uh, a you, you, great cup? You find whatever's open at that time in Calgary, and you go to it. And for us, we rented this nice bar. We had all our families there. Um, it was kind of a celebration of everybody, dude, which is cool because it really everyone is involved. Those families go through a lot, dude, mm-hmm. of change, of moving. Um, and so it's cool to celebrate with your, your mom, your dad, all your families there. You know, it's the great cup. So really the partying is when you come back home, dude, and like – 
people are like, holy fuck. Well, we come back home, and then we're all together again. Our families are gone, and now we can just kind of, like, really separate. So there's about a week of celebration, just, like, people having stuff, us going to the stadium, um, whatever it is. Yeah, do you, you do a... bars, and, like, people... Do you do a parade? We did a parade, which Fucking is really right. cool. The whole, like, city came out, man. It was nuts. We ended in, like, this little uh, get-together place called the Forks District, and it's just kind of, like, restaurants, and it has this big... Uh, I guess port where like uh, people can dance in the weekends, okay. but it's just kind of like the main central point. And we we finished our tour there. We got off and like all the fans came and surrounded this place like in the amphitheater. That's badass. And it was just really cool. We had like speakers and then yeah, just, just fucking we just vibe, danced, yeah. drank, chilled. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was a great great year, man. Like oh my god, the contrast of my years right now. Yeah, are, no, sh- it is like a one eighty, bro. Damn. It is crazy. Like, mad feeling of victory last year, mad feeling of loss this year. Yeah. You know, and it's like, damn, that's just balance of life, brother. So you said, uh, you said, uh, you don't know if you were going to have the season. You said maybe in, in, in September. September. But again, like, yeah. that's like, that's not even saying they're going to have it. That's just saying this is when it could be possible. Right. Trudeau seems like he's pretty safe. Yeah. They're, I mean, yeah. They're very, uh, very careful in Canada, yeah. man. Very, very yeah. careful and respectful. And respectful. How's the insurance? I always, I just gotta ask that. Oh now. man, I might as well bring really it there. It. I'm, I'm on a team, so, right, so you, you have our own doctor. But I got. You. I would hate to like have a torn ACL and be like, we'll see you in two years for the. Is that really what it is? Sometimes, but like, then do you... again, do you really want to see the bill for sixty thousand so... dollars? Right. That's fucked. Oh, so they'll get you. You can get up. You can get ahead. You just gotta pay it. Yeah. Well, okay. no, I'm saying in the U.S. Oh, the I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got. It. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah, see, I haven't torn my ACL. I haven't either. I'm just. It was a example. I got you. I got you. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck. So um, I I could use it though. I'm a citizen, so I would I would apply. For, I would have it. Yeah. Fucking right. And, um, get my free Medicare, man. Let me ask you this, and we can finish up. I know. Sure. I know you said you gotta get going. Uh, Coach Kill. Uh huh. Beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Were you okay? Let me ask this. I'm not trying to be. Are you mad that he? Said he retires and, and then he kind of goes off and does something else for a little bit and you know like I get it you know he found his job and he probably you know there's change well, and all no, this other stuff. Here's and, the deal, like the guy was sick, man. Yeah, and he was sick to the point of having a seizure on the field and yep. getting removed as a coach from our school. Yeah, and so I think he did retire and I think it was at, for a health reason. And then it's not like the guy lied about having epilepsy no, and like, no, didn't have no. a seizure on the field. Like yeah. he was not well. Right. We could see he was not well. And his wife was probably like, I'm going to leave you because, like, you're going to die. Well, the story was that she was up all night making sure that he wouldn't pass, right? Of that, course. Like, dude, yeah. she is there all the time. She goes to travel. She has to. She goes to travel places with him. And she's, like, the greatest woman I've really ever met. Like, she's right. amazing. And, like, at that point, dude, she was urging him to, like, stop killing himself. At, you know, he wasn't sleeping. He wasn't eating right. Right. He was, he was, and we saw, was yeah, and we saw all of that. Like we are on the inside of this and we know this because this is coming from him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he needed to retire at that time. What else could he have done? Right. You know? Okay. And it's not like he went right back into coaching. He wanted to, he just went to get a job as an AD. He wanted to be around football. You know, the guy, dude, that guy will never stop loving right. football. Like it's I get like you. getting off candy and, and then like working at a candy store and being like, damn, I should probably just eat some candy since I work at the candy store. Right. For him, that's football. I get like, you. Like, he's already an AD, 
and he knows fo- he's a genius with football. And he like, started. It was like an OC position with like East Carolina, right, or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, you know, I'm like I said, I wasn't trying to dog. The guy's got to live, man. I just wanted to hear from like your perspective because I always, you know, sitting back, it's like, yeah, you're going back like a, two years later, but it's like that makes sense though. Like if it, you know, obviously he had the press conference and you know the incident on the field yeah. where you know the whole stadium is quiet and and uh, it it you know for sure the guy was sick. I get you, man. That's uh, do you love him? Like, yeah, one of your favorite coaches? Coach, like, I, and, you know, it's funny. Like, we never really talked that much, but I had so much respect for him, dude. And the way he treated us as players, like, he always had really a loving and caring part of him that would always look out for us, dude. And, like, he was a harsh coach at points, but he was very fair, dude. And, and I think he was just trying to help us grow, dude. Um, looking back, like, what a great coach and what a great mentor. And um, I mean, he was just the guy of a lot of funny Southern sayings. And um, it was Southern Illinois, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Salukis or whatever. I think I don't know I that you. is a wolf or something. Uh, Northern Illinois is the Huskies or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. What that I is. got you. Um, but, but yeah, like just a funny guy. Like he could be so funny and so serious, and just he had a goofy spirit, bro. We used to love to talk like kill, man. Yeah, well, yeah, kill guy. Yeah. That thing. Uh the kind of football that he plays, I mean, you respect that, right? Like, just, I mean, he's, he's got to be. I respect him, but fucking... I don't love it. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I got you. I was glad um, my senior year, we, uh, our OC liked to throw a little more, or our head coach, or I guess he was an OC, yeah, liked to throw a little more. And Once Cobb left, it's not so much yeah, handed off, handed off. Yeah, more stuff. Right on. Um, but, hey, man, blocking helped me get my job in CFL, too. So, you just kind of got to do everything your best and be well-rounded at it, I guess. I was an option wide receiver, man. So I only stock block. That's it. There you go, bro. I caught one pass a game. Yeah, that's about me. (laughs) But, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Promote anything you got, man. If if you're coming up with something or look forward to something. I definitely would love to come back and, like, I'm going to get some music going. So I'd love to come back and promote that a little bit. For sure. Try to get some listeners because I got some good shit to say, people. Dude. I do, man. This is my favorite episode so far. Dude, thank you, brother. Beautiful, man. This was sick.